Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes! <laughs> I'm sitting up straight. Okay, give me more volume. I'm back from vacation. Okay. Oh, volume. Sarah wants to get lit. Hey. I can't have a margarita. Oh, I need more volume. It's a podcast. Not a cast pod. Hey, phrase. Every day she'll make you say. Oh, oh my God. God. She got the scoop. On pop culture news. So grab a drink. It ain't what you think. It's Sarah and the crew. You guys, welcome to the Hey, Frage pop popular podcast. <laughs> Very popular. I was like, there's so many things I was thinking. Welcome to the Hey Frage podcast. It's getting more popular and more worldwide all the time. We are testing out a new studio and a new studio look here at Podcast Village. So what do you think? Do you like it? I'm obsessed. Are you obsessed? Maybe it's because I have more controls. I like got, got all this shit in front of me. I'm like, ooh, I feel so f- professional. I don't even know though. What's the deal? I can't look at you. Is that the whole thing? Like, oh I'm not yeah, I'm to look already at you, AJ. <laughs> You're supposed to be looking at the camera. Uh, look, welcome to the show. I'm Sarah Fraser, your host. I'm here with AJ, who's our producer. Leslie's our digital content creator. She's in studio. We have a great show for you. I am back from vacation for the past like week and a half. From the Fourth of July on, I just checked out, people. I clocked out. I was like, this bitch needs a vacation, and I took one. 
Uh, but anyway, we are back. We have so much show for you, and we have a great special guest. I'm obsessed with her Instagram, and it's called Kale and Chocolate. She's kind of about mindful eating, and if you followed me for a long time, you know that I'm about that, and that's how I basically lost, like, I lost 40 pounds on mindful eating and have kept it off for five years, um, but it really got me off the yo-yo dieting thing, and Elise, uh, how do we say it, AJ? It's it's Musel, right? Is that... I always go back. I think it's Musellus. Musellus. Whatever you okay. guys think. We'll, 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 we'll ask her when yeah. she when she gets here. Uh, but Elise Musellus runs Kale and Chocolate Instagram. You're going to want to follow it right now because it's amazing. And um, anyway, she's going to share some of her great recipes. And she kind of has a different take to loving your body and um, losing weight naturally. And it's all about your food story. So we're going to ask her about what that means. And then she's bringing in some l- yummy treats for us too, I think. Some sort of uh, vegan lemon balls or something. Lemon balls? <laughs> Oh, I know you love that. <laughs> Anything with balls, Sarah's like, oh, what? Yes, come in. What am I, a 14-year-old boy? I mean, these guys act like I'm obsessed with balls, which is kind of funny because I do have a story that I want to talk about, a kid uh, that stuck a USB cord up his penis. So they could be right. Oh, boy. <laughs> of course, Sarah pulls this story. <laughs> I do. I really want to talk about that. A lot of stories happened over the uh, the week that I was gone. So I want to talk about that. I'm also very fired up about this Washington Post story about a woman in England who ended up finding pornographic pictures that her father took of her. She ends up murdering him, burying him in the backyard. And then the story gets even more bizarre. And we're so fired up about this story. Uh, I want people to weigh in on it for sure Um, Look if you're joining us you know Every Monday and Wednesday we are live at 12.30pm Eastern Standard Time That's 9.30am for our West Coast fans okay PST time Pacific Standard Time yeah that's right right that's right. I almost said PTS. <laughs> PTSD. PTSD time. Yeah, whatever, it is, whatever it is for you on the West Coast. Uh, we're always live on Facebook. You can hop on my page right now. It's Sarah Frazier. Kevin Spaulding is on. He says, what the heck are you guys talking about? I'm late. Well, we've been talking about our guest today who runs the popular Instagram account, uh, Chalk, Kale and Chocolate. We've been talking about this story of the uh, teenage boy who stuck a USB cord up his penis hole. I can't wait to get into that. Always fascinates me. Like, AJ, you know this about me. You know, I I had an anal fissure, right? And when... (laughs) I mean, I didn't really ask for too many details. But yes, I do know that you had an anal fissure. So people now know that story of me. They always come up to me and they're like, oh, who's your colon doctor? Like I'm having, you know, issues or whatever. And you know if you have an anal fissure. First of all, it feels initially like a hemorrhoid. But then you're like, oh boy, this is not going away. And sometimes there's like a bump at the bottom of your anus. Like it's really uncomfortable. You just know something's wrong. So when I went to the colon doctor, he was asking me like if I've ever put things in my butt. And he was basically saying like my anal walls were really weak. By the way, this you've been podcast, taking the ass for years. <laughs> this podcast is like definitely not safe for work. You totally, we got to get a disclaimer. God yeah, I, thought, I thought we had one. Do, let we, me, have let one? Me, um, Do we have one? Let's Do we have see, a disclaimer? What is this one? Yeah, what's this one? Warning, this show is not safe for work. I thought okay. we have. That was it? That was it? We need a longer one. <laughs> we need a longer one. Anyway, he was asking me that because he says that people come in all the time with all kinds of rectal injuries because they're always putting things up their butt, like glass bottles. Who what? Are yes. Yes. Like co- the head of a Corona glass bottle. And then it like breaks off. Who are you? Okay. Like, I'll, I've heard of hamsters. 
Oh, that's it. Yes, he said that's actually true because I actually wanted to know because that's a rumor about actor Richard Gere that Richard Gere had like a, ger- a gerbil stuck in his butt. Oh, I no, love he Richard didn't Gere. treat Richard Gere. So I don't know if that's <laughs> this is allegedly. I don't even know if this is true. God, we spread so many lies we do, on this we like do. show. We're not accurate. Okay, we are fake news. Like you want to never have the facts. <laughs> you want to know fake news is true. Tune in. Okay, we get a third of the story correct. That's what I like stake my name on. Anyway, what is wrong with people inserting stuff in their body? Guys, you're not a circus act. Like, I can't even believe it. So we got to talk about that. Um, AJ and Leslie are here. So tell me this. How are you guys? I was gone last week. How is life? The world fell apart without you, to be honest. I mean, can we talk about your vacation? Like, did you feel closer to Dan? You were visiting his family, right, in Michigan? I was visiting Dan's family. I was in northern Michigan. A major shout out to everybody who lives in Michigan. A lot of Detroit people uh, listen to the podcast. A lot of Detroit people end up moving to D.C. And uh, if you're just tuning in, we got a lot of new listeners over the past couple of weeks. So we actually podcast most of the time out of Washington, D.C. But my boyfriend, Dan, who I've been together with for five years, he's from outside Detroit. And every year his family goes up north. North to Glen Arbor, Michigan, this tiny little lake town, super adorable. And we all stay, like all of his family members, there's like 35 family members and friends. We all stay in these camps and cabins. And I think the girls are bringing up some pictures from our trip. We had such a great time. We ended up going to Charlevoix, Michigan, which is kind of like heading more up to the Upper Peninsula. Um, and we just had a great time. Yeah, I, I think that Dan and I do, we do really well on vacation together. And so we we had a great time. We stayed at this cute little camp. His family is amazing. We did get into a little tiff because, you know, Dan was banned from listening to this podcast. You know, because For obvious he, reasons, right? What would that be? <laughs> If you shit talk him all the time. No, but but I mean, we enjoy it. Do you think I shit talk him too much, Age? Do you think I do? No, but it's out of fun. You know, you have to shit talk your man. Otherwise, do you really have a good relationship? And you know, this is how I operate with everybody. Okay. Like I love to dish the dirt on everyone. And I always gossip behind people's backs. But to your face, I'm great. And like, is that the truth? Like, I always talk shit. That scares scares me. Why do I love you? I wonder what she says about me. I say that you're late and you spend too much time with your family. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Wait, just today I was late. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) No, Leslie is super Puerto Rican. And all the time, she'll text me and I'll be like, hey, can you work on this day? Can you work on that day? And she'll be like, no, I've got to pick up my family from the airport. I'm like, haven't they heard of an Uber? you got to work. Like, <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, they don't have heard of Uber. I have to actually pick them up because ain't nobody got time for and, and, and money for Uber. I know. Well, apparently not. And that's the only thing I say behind your back. So there it is. I say it to your face. AJ, I don't even well, think I say anything about it. You know what? Sometimes yeah, I, it goes to the same Sometimes thing that I always say, AJ is the is the the perfect one. No, you know what? This, she's not. In this, I'm not. She's in this not. studio. She's the favorite one. Thank you know you. what? I actually have to talk shit. I do talk yeah. shit about AJ behind her back. And that is like lots of times I give you a list and I have to remind you about the list. That drives me right. nuts too. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, this is good. This is good. This is the stuff we need to hear. I'm gonna I'm writing this down. I'm taking mental notes <laughs> and it's gonna be fixed by tomorrow. Anyway, I um we went to Northern Michigan with Dan. I usually talk crap about Dan on this podcast, which is why he's been banned. But then I get on the phone with him, and I'm always like, "Babe, schmoops, I love you so much, Dollface. Oh my god, Dollface, when are you gonna be home tonight? Like, I'm completely yeah. This just like yeah, how we're I like, operate. hey, doll, yeah, hey, doll. Uh, so anyhow, we go up to the camps. We had a great time. His family was basically saying that they tune into the podcast and they love to hear the stories, which. 
is interesting. We kind of got into a tiff about this because Dan always says to me, you should not put my the stories of my family on your podcast without asking their permission. And I'm like, Dan, I never say anything bad. I, like, why? Who cares? And you know, you just said that they like hearing the stories, right? Thank you. So, so I said to him several times on the vacation, which he then proceeded to get irritated with me about, I said, it seems like your family's down with the stories. In fact, they want me to tell more stories about you. And he's like, you're missing the point. The point of this is, is I'm not comfortable being in the public eye. And I'm like, oh my God. You know, I mean, what do you want me to do here? You know who you're with. Exactly. It's like, you know who you're getting in bed with. What, what yeah. the hell? What's the question here? Yeah. Anyway, and people, by the way, on our Facebook Live, Chris Ann says, you and Dan's relationship stories are the best. <laughs> Laura says, I love when you talk about Dan. It makes me feel normal. LOL. <laughs> That's good. Kevin says, poor Dan. He gets no backdoor action. Well, that's the truth. He doesn't. <laughs> Sorry, anal fission happened. Yeah, backdoor is closed. I will tell you, though, so this, this lake area is great, but it's it's funny when you leave, like, a suburban area. Okay, we live in a very, like, I feel like liberal. Do you think D.C. is pretty liberal age? It is liberal. It is. It is. Very politically correct, right? I mean, you cannot fart the wrong way without someone, you know, being offended here, okay? 100%. So when we were at these camps, the best image was there was these, these this family standing next to us, and they had two little kids. One was like five years old, and the other, the little boy was seven. And every morning, they'd come out with plastic gun Uzis, like, and they would completely, like, you would just see these two kids walking around with these machine guns <laughs> So they would have been taken out by the Secret Service if they lived here. I'm like, oh my God, these are things that you never see in Washington, D.C. I wish I could have snapped a photo. And the little girl comes over and she's got her Uzi and she's like, look, it has a clip. And she like takes the clip out of this plastic gun and they make these like complete machine gun noises. I died. I was like, this is epic. You would never see this in Washington, D.C. The parents here are way uptight. No one. I didn't even think they sold toy guns anymore, let alone exactly. toy Uzis. I don't even know how to work those things. I wouldn't even know how to work a toy gun. Oh, you'd know how. <laughs> I mean, they were super fun. Like, you hold on to the clip, oh, and I was like, one? hell yeah. I was like, I want to play with this. And she's like, okay, do you want me to shoot you? I was like, hell yeah. Bitch, I'm going to shoot you right back. And then I was like, it was so like we were just shooting each other. I know, Dan was like, that is not funny. Yeah, what did Dan say? Isn't Dan shooting a five-year-old? How about that for a family traveling vacation I go I didn't buy him the Uzis the parents are are clearly fine with it who else they're they're playing uh, drug cartel or whatever who are they going to play with and I said you guys pretend I'm the cocaine mule (laughs) her addict uh, aunt (laughs) (laughs) yes I'm the addict aunt and you guys shoot me and then the little boy came out and he had the machine gun strapped to him and the, the fake like cross bullets and everything I was like dude where are the parents they were like in their cabin. They're on vacation. Like when when oh. when these parents like because Dan has like a couple um, cousins that have kids. When these parents go on vacation, they no they don't care who watches the kids. Like they're on vacation from their kids as well. So this woman sent the kids out of the cabin next to us with these toy Uzis and was like, "Get lost." I was like, "We're playing drug cartel." That's exactly what we did. I mean, hey, I would hire you for a babysitter any day. I know who's taking care of my kids. Right. Me too. (laughs) Oh, my God. People are dying. Uh, Sarah says, I'm laughing so hard at work. Laura says, oh, my God, I'm dying laughing at the Star Wars imitation. I was in tears. You're talking about from episode uh, 264, I believe, when I was imitating Dan. Yeah. Which I also was dying. That was honestly one of the best stories of you and Dan, when you impersonated him in bed with his retainer. Oh, 
Oh, please. He completely does. No, he has a full on retainer and he knows all the Star Wars stuff. Like every, honest to God, like he has won every trivia game that we ever go into. He knows everything. And he sits there like Rain Man and watches Jeopardy and knows (laughs) them all. He's like, small places for 500. And then he's like, Luxembourg. And then it's like, he just like narrates the whole thing. It's crazy. He is like super smart, but he's a huge nerd. And then he puts in his retainer and we make love. It's just weird. Wait, okay, with his Sarah. retainer? <laughs> yes, he has a retainer. Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, look, I wanted to ask you guys about this, okay? So one of the things that happened, and I want to know, this is always a source of tension in my relationship with Dan, okay, is like I always want romance. And I get very upset because Dan and his brother get together and they always kind of joke about how they're not romantic. And that really bothers me because I'm like, it doesn't take a lot. Romance can be free, okay? But when we were in Michigan, Dan wanted to lounge on the beach all day. And I can do that for like two days, but then I get restless. You know, I want to go exploring. I want to do stuff. So I said to him, I want you to take me to Charlevoix. They have these mushroom homes by this architect who made all these tiny like stone homes. They're very famous. He was best friend with like Frank Lloyd Wright I want to go Dan didn't really want to go what was his um his problem with going he was on vacation he wanted to like enjoy himself he didn't really want to like you know he didn't want to drive it was an hour and a half each way I'm like an hour and a half that's like nothing okay it really is nothing and that sounds fun Okay, he ends up going. And then at the end of the week, I said, you know, babe, you really like I I really want you to be like work on being romantic. It really bothers me when you get together with your brother and you guys basically joke about how not romantic you are. And he said, well, I took you to Charlevoix. So that's romance. That's my idea of romance is going with you when I don't want to go. And I want to know from you guys, because seriously, I do use like our audience, all of the phrasiacs, everybody that tunes in. I use you as a as a base for like, is this normal or not? Because I am an emotional nutsack. Like, and I do expect my life to play out like a movie. I'm not even kidding you. Like, I expect the man to, like, show up Richard Gere style at the end of Pretty Woman in the limousine and, like, carry me off. And he better be fucking rich. Like, I want to live my life like that. I'm the same way. It's not honestly, real. I always feel like it's real. Like, whenever... um. And let me say this. The Frasiacs always defend Dan. You know what I mean? Always. Thank you. I said that to Dan's family. I was like, Dan, how can you be mad about us talking about you when no matter what, I could literally say that Dan locked me out of the house and threw all my shit on the front lawn and everyone would be like, seems like it was justified, Sarah. What? You guys are always with him. That's the truth. And And let me ask you this. If a man takes you somewhere that he doesn't want to go, is that romance? Or is, is that not romantic? That's not romantic. I agree. I agree. I do not think that is romantic. I think that, look, I say to him all the time, if we're going to get married, we're getting married. We've been together five years. I said, you're fucking marrying me, okay? Even if we stay married for like a year, I don't care. I want the, I'm at the point, I want the, uh, I want the wedding. But didn't his family ask you about them? They're like, are you guys thinking about marrying marriage and yeah, stuff? Yeah, they and did. And I, I laid it all out for him. I planned the whole wedding. And they were like, wow, it's like you put a lot of thought into this. And we got in the car and Dan was like, why don't you stop telling them that, oh, all these marriage plans when we haven't even really talked about getting married. I, said, oh. I would flip a shit if I was if I was you in that car. I'd be like, damn, what, what are you talking about? Five? What is five years to him? When are you, when are you guys going to have no kids? Because I have to defend Dan here. The, we have two points. And I'm being dead serious when I say this. We have two issues, major issues in our relationship. And one is I would live my life everything about my life completely in the public eye. Completely. I have nothing to hide. 
and I would share everything. And I truly do this show because I want to share like everything good, bad, highs and lows, everything that happens to me. And it makes it hard actually for me to work for like a corporation because corporations always want you to be quiet and you know like I think it drives Fox 5 nuts I come on tell all this story they, they're like oh he's like they're like shut up but I feel like I there's something in me that needs to share everything because I want people to know like you can do it too like I come from no amazing background like no money no like great connections and like I want to share this journey with everyone and Dan is super private so I think he is concerned that once we have kids what like would you put the kids on the show I'm like hell yeah they're gonna be so sponsored (laughs) you're gonna be changing diapers on the show you're gonna be yeah. Oh my God. I would literally, I would, I'm not even joking. You, I you would, would Facebook let people live watch your, me give birth. <laughs> I absolutely would. I would 100%, like Shady Grove, whoever, like I would let you completely fo- film my hoo ha and like watch me you give birth. Do you boo. <laughs> I would have no qualms at all and he would be mortified so I think he's nervous about that which I totally understand and the reality is is I want to do like a lot of things and I think he likes to live a quiet existence and it's like are we going to grow together because I can't like live my life watching Jeopardy like I need action and he doesn't need any action I totally, I mean, just, just this weekend, my boyfriend, you guys know he goes to drill, he's in National Guard, and so every weekend he gets like super non-texty, so I don't hear from him for the whole entire weekend when he's on drill, which is fine for me, I don't need to hear from him, but then on Sunday night, I'm thinking he's going to come over, or I'm going to go over there, and I don't hear from him, like, uh, no action, like, no response, and it kind of makes me sad, because I'm like, well, hello, I'm with you, you know what I mean, I just silence, and he's like, we've been dating for a year and a half, do you really think we need to talk, like, after I come back from drill, I've been gone for a weekend, I'm like, yeah, be nice to hear from yes, you. You know what I mean? Know. Just some Rome. Even like, I think he's shown up with flowers once. Is that asking a lot? To no. Just, to just show I'm, up randomly? I mean, look, I would love to know from the men and women online. Because I think, too, there's a lot of men listening, watching, that also want romance from women. And there's a lot of unromantic women. But I want to know, like, if you're in a long-term successful marriage or relationship and you're actually happy, like, do you guys hang out a lot? Does your partner always do romantic things for you? Like, what happens? Because, like, you know, that we were talking about that with Dan's family. And Dan has family members that, like, st- like write each other, like, romantic notes and, like, raunchy love letters. I'm like, why don't you start writing me a graphic novel? Like, that, <laughs> like, that would be so yeah. hot. Do you guys ever sext? Like, does he ever text you during the day being like, I can't wait to get you home and rip your clothes off? I don't think I've received Are one. Are you kidding? <laughs> Are you kidding right now? Oh my God, please. I tried, like, I've tried twice to, like, role play cosplay with him, and he was absolutely mortified. Like, I went, I dressed as Harley Quinn. Which, he was, yes, terri- which was hot. I thought, which was really sexy. He was terrified. He couldn't even do it. He couldn't get past the face. He's like, no. Oh, and God. then I dressed up as, like, um, oh God, I don't know. What was it? Not Thor, but uh, I dressed oh. up as, like, one of the guy characters, and he was like, I can't do you in this, like, cosplay dude outfit or whatever. Why I was like, were you cares? dressing up as a guy? Oh, I was the Flash. I, I dressed up as the Flash, and he was mortified. He's like, I cannot hook okay, up. Okay, well, maybe you that was your issue. Costume. You have to dress up as like Princess Leia or something, not a man, <laughs> unless he's dressing up as a female, and then you guys are really into some stuff. All right. Well, I, you know what? Leave comments on Facebook. I'm dying to know. <laughs> I am. I'm dying to know. Like, no, I, I want know. to know. Like, am I batshit crazy? Like, he's a great man. Otherwise, but I'm just like, you need romance at least, you know, twice a month or something, right? A romantic dinner or something to so let, him, let him let him let you know that he loves you. 
I completely agree. Uh, look, we got to get to a couple of stories before Elise comes on and, and talks about health. And oh my God, you're going to be obsessed with her recipes. If you are not following Kale and Chocolate on Instagram, do because I watch her Instagram and then I instantly relax. It's like so amazing. Really? Yeah, I love look, I love looking at pretty images of food. Don't you? Oh, then it just Health I just food? I get I get starving. Like I want a fat acai bowl with oh, like yes. the bananas yes, and the chia seeds. Right? Call me in. I know. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Uh, so look, here's a couple of stories uh, going on right now. Doctors are warning women to avoid trying to have a, quote, pegasm. It's a bizarre sex trend uh, that experts say is really bad for you. AJ, do you have any idea what a pegasm is? I'm going to go on a whim here and say it's uh, it's an orgasm while you pee. See, I thought that, well, close. That's close. A Reddit thread has led to a bizarre new sex trend called peegasms. A Redditor claims their girlfriend holds in her pee for as long as possible to give her an intense O when she goes to the bathroom, which promoted other users to reply that they've experienced the same thing. Have you ever, I say I've done this, but not intentionally. Like, I've been trying to go to the bathroom, but like I'm on a long car ride. And then you're like, Oh, it's like so amazing when you release. Sarah, I can't even have a natural O oh, that's through true. sex. Ha- peeing? No, I mean, it feels good to pee, but I definitely... And you know I pee every five seconds because my bladder is really small. Right, that's right. We I can't even vaginal hold- rejuvenation <laughs> yes. doctor coming in for you on Wednesday. Yeah, you're right. I need to ask her so many questions because I'm 23 years old, can't hold my pee. Okay, yeah, you're right. That's yeah. absolutely true. Um, anyway, I... I never heard of this, but doctors are saying that your bladder could rupture. Experts do not recommend attempting this trend as holding in your pee can lead to health complications such as urinary urinary tract infections and weakened bladder muscles. The so-called peegasm is doing its rounds on the internet, but much to doctors' demise, they say. Uh, And so avoid it altogether. How long is she holding her pee, though? Like, is she, like, Like for hours? A long time. God, that, it, it, it seems uncomfortable at first, and then I guess she gets an extreme orgasm. Which okay, that's hey, whatever, amazing. Whatever floats your boat. I guess so. Um, you and I were really upset about this story of the woman in England who murdered her father. She found her father's child porn images of herself. Can you imagine this? Can you imagine this? Absolutely not. It's then she so- kills him. I know. Isn't this sick? Oh, this it's, story it's so messed up. You guys have to hear this. Then she kills him. And keeps it a secret for 12 years. So for 12 years, this story blew my mind. And we're upset that she's going to jail. Spoiler alert. Um, I was glued to this story. Barbara Combs is her name. She's 51 years old. And she'd been gardening in her father's backyard on a street of red brick terrace homes in their suburban Manchester, England neighborhood. When she went inside and spotted a box on the dining room table. Sifting through the box, she was repulsed with the images she saw. It was a trove of pornographic photos of children, including explicit images of herself. It brought back such traumatic memories. She was sexually abused by her father for years, uh, raped hundreds of times, according to The Guardian, that she picked up a shovel, went into the living room, and beat her 87-year-old father to death, Kenneth Combs. I'm, I'm behind her 100%. I get sick at these stories because I feel bad for one, the person that went through this, her. And on top of that, I mean, the fact that he left pictures in the home, they're still there. What what really gets me is that she's still being sent to jail for nine years. I feel like she should be let off for, you know, personal defense. Well, this sucks because she ends up taking him outside in the backyard. She 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 brings in 2,000 pounds of gravel, 
uh, probably a little bit of a red flag. Like, I mean, what do you, like, or who's bringing in, right, what do you need that for? She wraps him in a carpet, takes him outside, she gets gravel brought in, she makes, she digs a grave, puts him in there. Okay, for 12 years, she tells everybody, oh, he died, the hospital cremated him, we're not having a funeral because he didn't want one, blah, blah, blah. She was all good, except for the fact she continued to collect his social security. Ugh. I feel like that was her way of getting back at him. Like, you bitch, like, you did this all to me. Now I get to collect all your money. Well, a bit of a problem, though. She collected, like, $236,000 in benefits. Uh, over Bring the, it over- in. I would have done it, too. We all would have. I know. <laughs> Prosecutors in court described how Combs suffered from a lifetime of abuse, but she is going to jail for nine years. I feel like absolutely not. She shouldn't. Um, at all. What kind of lawyer did she get? We need to get her, like, a... We need guess, to alert the media about this. Kim Kardashian. I know, right? I was saying that too. We need to get Kim Kardashian on this. Uh, prosecutors said that Combs in court showed absolutely no concern for what she had done and denied everyone the chance to say goodbye. Who wants to say goodbye to this pedophile? Uh, he laid buried at the bottom of her garden just meters from her own bedroom window, an investigator said. Again, I don't see anything wrong with this story, except for that she's going to jail. Well, and she, she had, no, 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 I'm 100%. She had psychological issues her whole entire life, which eventually ended her marriage. Yes. That's why she had to move back in with her father. You know what I mean? So it, all these memories are coming back. She actually had a son with her father, but he yes. died super young. It's just, so, uh, it, 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 this story is like an onion. Like it's like deeper and deeper. There's so many layers and I just want to defend her. Can we actually like show yeah. up at court and be like, well, and by the way, by the way, I don't think she's being prosecuted so much for his murder as she is for the, the, the money. money. Oh, I know that was the bad mistake. Okay, but again, she deserves it. She deserves every every penny yeah. of it. Yeah, I with that money, I bailed myself out. I'll be like, yeah, That's right. I have the money to bail myself out. They Hopefully. probably they probably take all the money from you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hopefully, she saved her money. Um, a couple more stories, and then we're gonna have Elise on. So people are now ghosting at work, which I find really really interesting. Any idea what, Leslie or AJ, any idea what ghosting at work would mean? We know what ghosting, you guys know what ghosting is in dating. Yes. Okay, what is it? Tell everybody what it is, AJ. So ghosting and dating is when you um, you kind of just ghost the person. Like you just stop texting them. You give them no reason why or why you're leaving or stop talking. You just just ghost them. Yeah. You just ghost them. You, you, just, you gone. Well, now they're saying that Business Insider says that people are actually ghosting potential employers. This is amazing to me. It's actually according to LinkedIn. Correction. That's what I told you. Like, we only get a third of the shit right on the show. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, where's the source? LinkedIn. It's pretty what, reputable. Business Insider. LinkedIn. <laughs> Wait, they're all the same, right? I mean, they all provide business insight. Who cares? Is anyone quoting me? Probably not. Um, they say what's happening is because the job market in the United States is so good that people are lining up interviews and either not showing up and then not responding to emails because they found a better offer or they're accepting multiple jobs, taking the best one and then just ghosting all the rest. Okay, that oh, to that point, I would say that's fucked up. You think so? J- n- taking the job and then not showing up because they're <laughs> relying on you. What the heck? That is epic. I bet that happens so that many times balls. on this podcast. How many po- how many interns have we interviewed? They're like, yes, I'll be there on Monday. Monday comes, they never show. That happens that, all the time. That does happen all the time. Doesn't that- it? Email email Andrea at HeyFrage if you want to intern and actually show the hell up, okay? A-N-D-R-E-A yes, at, at HeyFrage. Hey don't, don't even bother emailing me because I don't have a HeyFrage account, so... <laughs> the shade is also being thrown again. Oh my God, poor Leslie. You know what, Leslie? I'm going to get you an email. 
I am. I'm You're just no longer an afterthought. <laughs> you're, for, you're in the forefront. Can you? But this has been happening forever. I'm fascinated, though, if anybody on Facebook is watching and you've done this. I could see not showing up to the. In, I, I couldn't even see not showing up to the interview. I would at least give him a heads up. I mean, thank you for even considering me with my shit resume. But um, no, I don't know. They're saying candidates from all different backgrounds uh, are just getting inundated with so many offers now. They're not what, showing what, up. What jobs are they applying for? Well, ones that aren't in media. I mean, we're in like the worst okay. industry. Because I'm about to say, like, there is a limited amount of jobs in media, unless you want to work the, sh- the the night shift. No, I know. There's there's Not like no that. jobs. Yeah. When you apply to like a media job, yeah, it's like 4,000 people are applying because yeah. there's like one radio opening one period. One slot, exactly. Yeah, they must exactly. be working sales or... Yeah, they'll call you back for sales. Exactly. Every, yeah, because nobody wants to do that. No, exactly. Nobody wants wanna... to do that. Uh, I teased this story to begin with, but a kid did get a USB cord cord stuck in his penis by putting it up there what is wrong with people what the hell is wrong with you guys how do okay i'm sorry is this his pee hole right yes how does one go about sticking something up that big your pee hole fellas 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 on facebook tell us this is the uretra uretra urethra oh urethra okay Uretra is fine though (laughs) whatever it is i don't know how to pronounce it <laughs> Leslie, I love you because well, your your command of the English language is worse than mine, and I love it so much. Okay, <laughs> uretra en española, sí. So yeah, uh, the thirteen year old was quote curious when he put a USB cord <sighs> into his urethra. Doctors say that it was inserted and then became knotted in his bladder. What? The teenager whose name was not revealed. This also happened in the UK. Um, Yo, they crazy over there. They are crazy over there. I do. I feel like everybody here is so PG. I mean, really. <laughs> Sarah, real, honestly, you need to get a place up in there. You could be uh, in the UK. Yeah. I, know. I need to date like a European guy. I feel like he'd be way kinkier. Way. Dan, yeah. are you listening? Yeah, they're way down for all this stuff. Anyway, uh, the cable ended up reaching his bladder where it tangled oh, and ended up in a knot. He tried to pull it back out, but it became stuck. Oh. Dude, how long has it been in there that it got tangled? I don't, I don't get the story at all. They had no choice but to operate on the boy, revealing that they had to cut into his bladder to find the knotted cable, snipped, tangled the section, and removed the cord. Oh, my God. Can you imagine what emergency rooms see on a daily? No, I, I can't. <laughs> can I really you, can't. Can you imagine working some kid comes in with a... USB cord tangle around his. They in- see everything. They see everything. In- I mean, I, like I do have Dan does have a cousin that works in the medical field, and she said you would not never you believe. believe it. Yeah, she said you would not believe it. Um, is anybody else interested in watching the Sasha Baron Cohen show? Um, I'm really curious. It's airing on Showtime. I don't get Showtime, but I really want to. Uh, there's also an app you can pay for. It's called Sasha Baron Cohen's Who is America? You've probably seen it. It's been getting a ton of buzz because he interviews everyone from Bernie Sanders to Dick Cheney to Sarah Palin and dupes several of them playing various characters. You, of course, know him as Borat, uh, which he he kind of tricked everybody <laughs> across America as Borat years ago, and it was so entertaining. I'm into the show because he's so talented, and he gets people to believe that he's these characters, right? He gets people to believe. But this is my question. Although I feel like I just, I told you, I just I just did an interview with a guy who claims that he's a reporter for a magazine here in D.C. Um, I just, yeah. So I can see how people fall for it. Because we're all narcissists. Like, we're all like, oh, yeah, this guy wants to interview me? All right, sure. Yeah. Because you want to hear about, about, like, essentially you hear, hear about your, yourself, You right? want to hear about yourself. Okay. But how? Does Sasha Baron Cohen, he asks everything. Okay, by the way, 
Like he, you know, and and he gets Dick Cheney to autograph like a waterboarding kit. Like, what? Who are people's handlers? You know what? Look, as this show becomes bigger and like when I get like really famous, you have got to screen these people because I'll fall for the shit hook, line and sinker. I'll be in the, like, oh, completely. They'll what? hand me, like, a Nazi handbook. I'll be like, absolutely, are you a phrasiac? Who should I make this out to? And, like, like I'll, I'll completely fall for Borat. How do I go through this screening process? Like, what do I have to ask them? Like, show me your business card. Show me your... Know. Like, I'm curious to find out what people... I'm curious to find out, like, I would love to know, which I'm sure Sasha Baron Cohen is not going to reveal, but who lines this up? Like, what did they tell Dick Cheney's people? What did they tell Sarah Palin's people to get these interviews? I don't know. It's absurd. I mean, he does look really real, though. I know. He does look really real. So he plays various characters in Who is America? And it's also on the Showtime app. I'm dying to see this. If you've already seen it, I believe it was released last night, by the way. So if you've already seen it, I'd, I'd be curious to see what you think of the whole thing. But um, I just, I cannot believe that these people fall for this. He's been he's been filming secretly for a year, right? Like this show yeah. has been under wraps. Yeah. Nobody knew about it. Holy right. shit. Correct. Correct. Um, I want to do a couple commercials and then also uh, leave you with, I love the woman who... Um, posted a video of herself littering and she's getting absolutely trolled on social media but i'll tell you why she's angry at the woman who essentially stopped her from littering um we have to thank jessica claros who's unbelievable she is a farmer's insurance rep in maryland and she's got you from everything from hot hotto yes hotto home life insurance auto home life insurance short-term long-term disability i tell you guys this all the time but i finally for the first time got a life insurance policy as well as short-term and long-term disability if you are out of the game at work if you get seriously injured or even if you get depressed because short-term and long-term disability now covers mental health issues you need money while you're dealing with this while you're living life and taking care of yourself so call her today she's in silver spring maryland she handles only insurance needs for people in maryland so if you just bought a home if you have car if you need car insurance and you're a maryland resident she's got you the phone number is 301-273-1133 absolutely adore her she is a locally owned female business owner and minority owned business in silver spring and farmers insurance is the best of the best so absolutely call her also we have a live show coming up our next live podcast show you don't want to miss is august 3rd in rockville maryland it is the first time we are doing a show in another state Aside from D.C., even though I know D.C. is not a state. (laughs) People will be like, they'll be all over me for that if I don't clarify. They'll be like, D.C. is not a state, you moron. I know. I know. I've lived here, okay? It's a district of Columbia. Anyway, it's happening in Rockville, Maryland, August 3rd. Amp by Strathmore. Ampbystrathmore.com backslash Hayfrage. Paul Wharton's going to be there. Danny Starr is. It is a cast of podcasters. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be a great Friday night show. We are not only going to do a live podcast show for you, but we're going to do stand-up comedy. And Leslie, have you decided, by the way, if you're going to do stand-up? Crickets. Crickets. (laughs) Yeah, we need a sounder for that. (laughs) AJ, are you doing stand-up? I, I am, but I am so crickets, (laughs) crickets, crickets. I am, but I'm so nervous still. Like, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to crack on stage, but that'll be the whole show. Oh, you've got my embarrassment. But when is Rob doing our comedy lessons? Uh, Rob Mayer, by the way, is opening it. I I think in the next week or two. Rob Mayer is a very famous comedian in the DC uh, DMV area. He's open for Tiffany Haddish, Kevin Hart. He's really, really good. 
He's opening the show. But they always say you're supposed to go after like somebody that's a really great stand-up comedian. So like we're in good hands. Like we should because okay, he's going to open for us. We're, everybody's yeah. going to be already feeling good. Everybody's going to be laughing hysterically. They're going to be they're going to be loving it. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, good. I feel better. There you go. So uh, be sure to get your tickets. It's going to be an incredible show. Can you pass me that water? We're going to get Elise in here. All right. Um, you get actually. You know what? Here, let's let's play this video because um, I want people to 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 decide who's right or wrong. Can we? Do we have sound for this video? Yeah. Let me see. All right. Uh, this okay. girl, Jordan Ashley Sampson, posted a video. She decides to litter. She throws her McDonald's bag outside of her car. Okay. She's like at an intersection. This old woman walks up to her, opens her car door and essentially says to her, put this in your car and go throw it out. And this chick posts the video. It's been, it's been now shared close to 70,000 times over 5 million views. And she's getting trolled to death. Can you, is Actually, it, you know what? Do, if you have it on your laptop, we can play it from there. because oh, really? It's making me sign into this. Okay, hold on. I'll bring it up because people, you should read the comments on her Facebook, the poor thing. Here it is. Okay. You get it up? Let's see. Yep, yep. I got it up. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Take it home and put it in your trash. Who do you think is going to pick it up here? Nobody. It just destroys the planet. Destroys you just opened up my door. Look, the video is so this worth is watching. Yes. Oh my God, the comments are like. Home and put it in your trash. Anyway, it goes. Uh, people are commenting. Yes, put in. Put your trash in a trash can. Um, I mean, she potentially saved you from a fine, and you know that's three hundred to a thousand dollars. I mean, why are you posting this video? Unbelievable. Uh, her name is Jordan Ashley Sampson, but the poor thing is getting death threats. And I give her credit. She is not. I mean, isn't that terrible? I give her credit, I, though. She hasn't pulled the, the video down off Facebook. Because she, she probably thought people were going to defend her. And like, hell no, she's the one that litter. They did. She felt like that this older woman should not. What do you think? Should the older woman have opened her car door? I don't think. She could have just knocked, you know, to be. But she was trying to, like, you know, point out, like, you when littered. you're that age, you have nothing to lose. Like, what does it's that true. old woman care? <laughs> That's going to be you, Sarah. She's like, look, if 100%. I wake up tomorrow, it's a good day. Like, in the meantime, I'm, I'm breaking into your car. Yeah, she gives no Fs. Okay, we are so excited about our guest today. Yes, put those on. This woman is like, isn't she beyond adorable? You're stunning. I know, oh she God. is so cute. <laughs> We're going to have you get right on the mic. Are the, are the headphones messed up? They look like oh, they're messed they, up. I think they're... Can you? Hold on. Oh, they are a little. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 
minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O.
There. Yeah, we're gonna we're twist it. There, this is it. There we go. Okay, just tell me. Okay, Elise, your camera is right here. Okay. You're live on Facebook. Okay, Our fans great. are very nice most of the time. Okay. I can handle. <laughs> you're you're all set. I'm happy to be here. Um, but you're as cute as can be. You run the Instagram kale and chocolate. I and we're gonna have you get as close to that microphone as you can. You brought us some amazing treats. We're I, super excited about. I mean, that plate looks. You plated that yourself. Right. Oh, you did that right now. She said, "Yeah, we wait. Make sure you're right on that mic, and we can hear you. You'll be able to okay. hear yourself in there." Okay. There you go. Perfect. Great. Perfect. You. So you plated it right here, and this is right like one here. of your favorite summer salads, right? My favorite summer salad is just gathered from the farmers market and eating whatever's local and in season. So tell us this, because you, you're, uh, you know, you and I met through through a mutual friend, and you're getting ready to launch a podcast all about food stories, and that's really what I like fell in love with you about, because you know I share all of my mindful eating journey with everybody, and I just think it's I'm always not blown, not surprised because I, I dealt with it for years, but so many people have food issues, like issues around food, whether they overeat, undereat, and so many people are emotional eaters. So tell us about like this kind of food journey um, or the food story that you've sure. really started. Okay, so everybody has a food story. And, you know, we talk about our relationship with food. And usually if you ask someone like, so tell me about your relationship with food, they're like, whoa, you know, that like it's complicated or, uh, you know, they don't want to really talk about it. But when you think of a story, it's so much more, it evolves. It's, there's a beginning and there's a middle and there's an end. And it's not just a relationship. Usually there's you, your body and food. But in a story, there's other characters that come in. So if they could be really positive, like your grandmother, like all those like meals that you remember, or it could be something like what you were told by society. And, you know, then the lack of self-acceptance came from that. So with Food Story, you think about all these different characters and the different roles that they've played. And there's something that happens to people when they think about their relationship with food and their story where the that veil of shame gets lifted. Because yes. Because when you can look back and see, well, where did this start? So I always talk to people about their like unwanted health and eating challenges. And when they realize that, oh my gosh, you know, there, there was this period of time when my parents got divorced, for example. And mm. of course I became an emotional eater because how else could I cope with that when I was 15? You know, and then when they realize like where something all started, that's when like the shame gets lifted. They can say, okay, hey, this isn't serving me anymore. That's not my story anymore. And they're empowered to change it. And I love, you know, I've been telling everybody on this podcast, I love following your Instagram because it's just so many healthy recipes and beautiful images. But what's so real about you is you talk about you had an eating disorder for many, many years. And I want you to talk about that. And then I love the point that, that you shared with me when I I came in and met you about your husband. Basically, you know, you and your husband oh, okay. have been married for many, many years. I know. But I'm there old. was... <laughs> <laughs> we want all your secrets on a happy marriage too. But um, w- I want you to talk about like, there was really a moment that he was like, look, I'm not sure if I can be with you mm-hmm. unless you resolve these these food issues. So talk about your background, your food story. Okay, so first, the only thing I want to correct that you said is yes. that um, I didn't technically have an eating disorder. Okay. Which is, you know, I, 
I, I think that's real important for all the listeners to know about because you can have a troubled relationship with food without being like qu- qualified as having an eating disorder. And I think that's where a huge majority of mostly women where we fall into, you know, where we're just ridden with guilt or it's just not easy or free or, you know, food isn't just nourishment. It becomes good and bad or, you know, there's right. just so much baggage that goes along. So that's what when I, so I had a very disordered relationship with food and basically without going like on and on, sure. um, I was, I was concerned about being perfect, the perfect body, the perfect diet, you know, the perfect combination of nutrients. And a lot of it was in the name of being healthy. You know, I grew up in Southern California, but it wasn't like, it didn't matter what I looked like on the outside. It had nothing to do with that because I was totally miserable and troubled on the inside, you know, just striving for the unattainable and constantly beating myself up. I'm sure you can relate to that. Yeah. Oh my God. For years. And I, and I shared this with you and I've shared this with the audience, but my first diet started when I was 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And you know, my mom is the one, cause I started riding horses and I can remember the trainer in the barn always said, you know, fat girls don't win horse shows. I know. And so I started, you know, and my mom was like, sure, start the fat-free diet or go to a Weight Watchers meeting, you know, if if this is what you want. And, you know, I think she was just trying to be supportive. But for the next 17 years, it set me up for nothing but yo-yo dieting Mm -hmm. and food addiction. And I mean, I I did everything. You know, I took diet pills and stopped eating and was bulimic and the whole thing for a long, long time and gained and lost, you know, know, 150 pounds. Well, there's so many people who can relate to that, you know, that fat-free phenomenon. And you know that like our bodies are really really, really smart, that they want to feel good. And so when you're eating fat-free everything, you know, then you're eating more sugar and more carbohydrates, right? And so then you're never satiated. And so you're, you're just like the binging or, you know, the, the overeating at the next meal because your body just wants to feel good and you're lacking a key macronutrient. But when you understand that and you look back, doesn't it make you feel, oh, my God, it's not really my fault, you know? Completely. Yes, you don't. And, you know, um, I always say this, like, through mindful eating, you discover that your body really has, like, a set natural weight, like everyone does. And it really isn't. It's not usually a size four for all of us, but it's not. 40 pounds overweight. It might be 10 or 15, you know. You may always have that based on your frame, but your body is going to do everything to come back to that. So like right. when you when I I'm never going to weigh 119 pounds. Like I that's just not who I am. So if I tried to whittle my way down to that, at some point your body's going to rebel and want all those calories. You just can't even control it. Mhm. So, so- Tell me this. What was your what was your kind of um, tipping point? Like, when did you decide that you were going to sort of get on this healthier wellness path and and stop beating yourself up about calories and food? One, it didn't happen overnight. You know, there yeah. were a couple key like turning points for me. And I want to address you mentioned this story about my husband, so I want to share that. Yes, I right love now. that. So you know, this is how your food story is not your own. You know, you share it with the people you eat with. And, you know, you share it with your family that you were born into. So when I was in law school, that was a, a pre-nutrition. I, I practiced immigration law. When I was in law school, I had a boyfriend at the time. And, you know, he was really into food. We went out to dinner all the time. And, you know, I was like just very still on that eating perfectionism, very restrictive, not to the point of being like clinically an eating disorder or having anorexia, but I was really controlled 
with everything that I ate. And he um, said to me at one point, just like, I can't do this anymore. I cannot go out because, again, you're, yeah. I'm sharing my food story. He's sharing his. But I can't go out and watch you kind of pick at your food, eat a little bit, and then be like, I'm so full. I mean, I had no connection to my, like, body at that point. You know, it was all about the rules that I had, um, like, made up in my head. So um, I went back to California, which is where I was from. I graduated law school. I did a wonderful um, clerkship, but I didn't uh, go stay in D.C. where we were together. So I went back to California, and it was really at that point that I realized, like, I, I can't do this anymore like it's costing me the most important relationship thus far you know and I just right. I knew I had to change and that's when I started also to realize it's not just affecting me right you know? your food story affects others right so and I love your blog which is kaleandchocolate.com and you do some very interesting blog posts like you know I, lo- I love the idea of sitting is a good thing mm-hmm. like you you d- you did a post about kind of the radical thinking of like sit you know why is when it comes to food body image why is sitting important well you probably can identify with this with all your mindfulness practices but so many of us are and myself included we're so busy you know so we multitask and we think even even beyond sitting is like actually paying attention when you are sitting but we multitask we grab our you know smoothie in the car but we're being good because we're having a smoothie but the thing is i always give this analogy like if you're in yoga Right. And you're on your mat. You're practicing yoga. But if you're thinking about your to do list when you're in yoga, are you really getting as much out of yoga? Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. So the same thing happens with our food when you're not sitting, when you're thinking about other things, when you're checking your Instagram or reading, you know, through your emails and you just can't possibly be tuned in to your body. And the other thing of that, this, I love this that. was hard for people to do, to so I, eat without distraction, eat without distraction. But that is really how, you know, all the clues you're like, your body tells you when you're full, when you've had enough, whether you even like the food that you're eating, how it feels in your body. You know, right. all of that happens when you can be still and be there with your food. And it's not like, oh, roll out the... T- tablecloth and you know fine dine every time you eat this is five minutes or 10 minutes it doesn't have to be a long drawn out experience but it does have to be an experience I think now you know you've been a health and wellness expert for many years like you mentioned you were an attorney now you've you have cookbooks out you've got another one coming out in the fall podcast launching but we do seem to hear all the time that Americans are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger why do you think that people are continuing to get so large when it seems like we do have access to a lot of fantastic health and wellness people like yourself telling people like hey look if you eat this you're not going to be overweight why why do you think we're still uh, this is such an epidemic it is such an epidemic well there are a lot of reasons but with the group of people that i work with i always say that there's this gap between knowing what to do Mm -hmm. and actually doing it Mm. No, because there's no shortage of information out there right now. I mean, you can go on social media and the the news every I mean, it, right. this is it's such a hot topic to talk about, you know, healthy eating and a healthy lifestyle. So there's no shortage of information. But I think there's something that happens in between knowing what to do and doing it. Some of it is this busy lifestyle. It takes effort, yeah. you know, and I think that people 
feel like getting healthy is hard. And so then it's like goes on the to-do list with all the other big projects. But really, it's not hard. And every little bit, every bite counts. And that's what I always try to empower people to realize that it's not just about like doing a marathon or eating perfectly seven days a week. It's about saying for breakfast, I'm going to do this, you know, Mm. and then the next week it builds into lunch, you know, and then suddenly like you feel better and then you want to do the next thing. Right. And all it's all the little baby things that you do, all the bite size, you know, things that you, don't you think that's true? I, no, I think that's absolutely true. And, and I go back and forth. I think, you know, you are seeing the other big thing that argument that people make is eating healthy is very expensive. You know, right. it is. But I do think you're seeing more places like Walmart. You know, they they have an organic food section, you know, that Costco. Costco. It's like one of the biggest organic produce, you know, they have yeah. the biggest organic section of all the grocers. So I think it, but I, you know, personally too, I think that, you know, all the junk food that we eat, even a little bit is very addicting for people. So, right, right. I agree with you. I think you start with a Twinkie and then it's like, you know, that is so unfulfilling, you know, but again, you're, you're driving in your car, you're sucking that down. And then that's creating in you that kind of fat free sugar feeding those, you know, sugar fat modules that like want more. So then you're the next food item you're not really fulfilled and nourished exactly. then you're reaching for another cookie you're reaching for coffee to to get you up because it's about how food right. makes you feel right exactly so it's like when you were eating your fat-free diet and you weren't balancing oh. your blood sugar your body was just like give me food give me real it what, and that food. happens when people aren't eating real food because they're missing all the nourishment and the nutrients um for their body to be satisfied and what you were spot on talking about how the food is addictive Oh my God, so addictive. The processed foods. It's really is a problem. And also I think technology, like the phones are a problem too. Yeah, I mean, because you really do zone out. You know, if you're in front of a computer, you zone out and you don't know how food tastes. You know, you forget that. Right, but but even just our phones taking us away from our lifestyle of being outside, of connecting with people, of like then, you know, and there's nothing that beats like face-to-face connection. You know, so like when you're on your phone, like I've even seen with when my kids were teenagers, they're in the same room and all of them are on their phones, like connect, like talk to each other, you know, like be together. Right. Right. And I'm guilty of being on my phone too much. I I'm not like perfect with that, but I do think it's a contributing factor to the lack of healthy lifestyle that we see right now. Now, do you take on personal clients, too? I do. You do. Are, Are you taking on new clients? I am taking on new clients. Oh, okay. Where can people um, maybe connect with you if they're if they're interested? Because you will kind of help people start, right? Yes, I do. I yeah. do. And I always meet people where they are. I think that's like the best way you can support someone. So there's no one size fits all. There's no one size fits all diet. And every client relationship that I have is totally unique. It's I love it. Um, and I just love helping people like write the next chapter of their stories. Oh, yeah, it's so... Because I always tell people... It is so freeing. Like my life used to be consumed every single day for hours with what I was going to eat, if I exercised, if I didn't exercise, feeling guilty, binge eating. That for years, I wasted so much energy. your your brain. It hijacked my life. I mean, I could have been doing this and building my show 10 years ago, but I was literally convinced that all I had to do was get to a size four and then my life, like everything would be solved. 
you know mm-hmm. and of course that isn't true you know but um don't you think though that you are probably a more compassionate interviewer and you like have more depth now and understand people's pain because of everything that you've been through oh 100% yeah 100% and i definitely you know like the most radical thing when i went to see my mindful eating therapist robin when she first sat down with me she was like do you think you could be happy if you never lost one more pound and I was like, oh, my God, no, there's no way. And she was like, well, that's step one, because she's like, you know, your life, the weight is just the weight, you know, but all the emotional things, people dying, people coming in and out of your life or promotion at work, getting fired. None of that is going to change mm-hmm. even when the weight comes off. Right. So you've got this is the only life you have. You know, this isn't a dress rehearsal. So, like, are you going to continue to spend every day hating the way you look? I was like, oh, my God. That blew my mind. Yeah, it's a, I had something really similar. I got certified in eating psychology. And um, my mentor, someone named Mark David, he wrote a book called The Slowdown Diet. And he talks a lot about, you know, and this is a common thing, but just what st- like cortisol and stress does. And it comes mm. from thinking. It's not just like being chased by the lion, right? It can right. be from your toxic thoughts. And when I realized that all that pressure I was putting on myself, all that guilt, like guilt is, it's a whole chapter in my book, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) because everybody feels guilty, right? I mean, it's so common. But when I realized, though, that it was, that that's, that could like put me in fight or flight or, you know, impact the way my body produced cortisol. And then that, that stress hormone impacts your metabolism. Yes. So when you can... Be kinder to yourself and, you know, like to have those mindful practices and try to be content, even if you want to improve, but to say, I'm here now and I'm going to do my best and talk to yourself that way instead of, I can't do this until I lose X amount of pounds or like, I shouldn't eat this and all those crazy voices. But then your body works for you instead of against you when you're friends with it. Yes. cooperates with you. Well, and I think, you know, to your point about technology, I also think we accept and continue to take on, especially women, very stressful jobs. You know, we put up with a lot at work, very stressful, high intensity environments. You know, for what? You know, if you're 50, 100 pounds overweight, is that job really worth it? Of course, you have bills and all those, you know, you can't just walk away. But is this job you know, helping you or really killing you health wise. Right. And I think, you know, some people don't have a choice. And what we do have a choice with those, how we manage the stress. Right. And so we need coping mechanisms, just like you had the mindfulness was such a good coping oh. mechanism for you. Amazing. So for some people, it's, you know, you hear about meditation all the time, but you can also do other things that help you connect to your body and quiet your mind. Yes. Like chopping is my number one. Running. You know, I'm not the best at sitting in the pillow and meditating, even though it's like the in thing to do. And I totally believe that there are so many amazing benefits to it. It's not my thing. And I'll, yes. like, I'm probably one of the only, like first wellness, you know, uh, person, people to like admit that it doesn't always work for me. I try and I'll keep trying, but you, then you can find other ways. Go into nature. Yeah. So you so you have to have that toolkit, you know, of ways to reduce stress. And that affects how you metabolize food, how you feel about yourself and how your body cooperates. 
So t- you brought in the salad that you put together, and then also you have like another kind of more um, savory, like sweet, sweet treat. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah. So what Gotta is Gotta have the, the sweet. Yes. <laughs> I love the sweet and the savory. So what did you bring for us? So do you remember you tried the chocolate? Yes. Bliss ball? So this is like the lighter, more summery version. And they're um, lemony coconut bliss balls. Oh, my God. I try to make food fun. That's one of the things because, you know, there's this whole belief that healthy eating is boring and bland and not that fun. So I think bliss balls sound really fun and they taste amazing. So you're going to have to. Okay. Yes. We have to try one of these. You do have to try. Oh, my God. By the way, your your food can't even look. I mean, it looks so good. I know. Like I could eat that over a steak or chips because that is so. The way you presented it is gorgeous, and I can't wait to try one. Thank you. Oh I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put this in front of the camera too. So, so at least, what are these made with? They are made with dates as the base. Um, oh my God. We'll link, we can link maybe in the show notes to the recipe. So they're dates, um, lemon, coconut, cashews, and you could use almonds if you prefer. And oh God. it's like five ingredients. Coconut. This is so and good. How long do these take to make? Not that long. And it's fun. That's another way. Rolling the bliss balls. No, it do- doesn't take that long. You know, maybe the first time. But it's just, I know the recipe by heart. Toss mm. it all in the food processor. Roll it in a little, into balls and in coconut and then into the freezer. And then I just, you know, whenever you need a like, touch of something sweet or oh my God. eat this instead of a Twinkie. I was going to ask you, what do you think that? Versus your snack wells that you used to eat on your oh, fat-free God. diet. <laughs> I mean, ama- these are like, ama- these are mind-blowing. Oh, my God. So delicious. And you don't even, t- like, they taste so much like, um, I don't know, just like, a, they really taste like a real cookie. Like, a re- you know what I mean? Like, it, you wouldn't even know it's made all healthy. It just is so delicious. I love that you're eating it slowly, too. Because yeah. every bite is savory. I want to save, like, I, I, I mean, I could eat 10 of those. They're so good. Now, you blog weekly. Almost. Um, I, I show up on social media every day. I know your Instagram is great. Um, you're getting ready this this fall to launch a book. You already have a cookbook out. Where can people find more, order the book, um, just begin to follow you? Okay, so the book is called Whole Food Energy, and it's um, 200 grab-and-go recipes for the busy, active person who wants to eat healthy. And those are in the... Uh, like there's probably about 15 different energy balls in the book. Um, So it's things like that, some breakfast, it's less meals. And I still really do believe in the value of eating meals and sitting down, but it solves a problem for a lot of people who are on the go all the time. And if they're waiting eight hours between or seven lunch and dinner, you have to have something. So that was, came out in the beginning of 2016. And now I'm working on my next book, but that we don't have a publication date on that, but it's all about food story. And, the podcast is yes. launching as soon as my new website launches in early fall, I think early September. Um, and it's called Once Upon a Food Story. And I definitely want to have you on the show. Oh, my God. I'm happy to share because I just I feel like it is life changing when your life is freed up and you're not always worrying right. about what you look like or obsessing about weight. You know, now I see so many women to obsess about their cycling classes or it, it just is such an obsession. And you're like, oh, my God, life is so freeing when you just enjoy it and like love who you are for what you have. And, and it's yeah. all about your health. Like. That was the thing is, you know, when I was 25, 30 pounds overweight, 
even my mindful living therapist would be like, there are people who are so ill, they would do anything right. to Ask be where body. you are. To, right. And you're like, oh my God, you know, it's the truth. Right. It's just crazy. It's shifting to thinking about not what you don't have, but what you do have, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then the things that you want come much more easily. Absolutely. I'm so glad you could be here, Elise. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. You have the best energy. You're so oh. much fun. <laughs> And I have a women. salad for you to ha- to enjoy <laughs> afterwards. Well, we're going to link, um, definitely link the Lemon Bliss Ball recipe on Facebook. You can just click on Sarah Fraser. We're going to put it there in the links. It's kaleandchocolate.com is the website now. You can check out Elise's blog. You have recipes there. You can follow her on Instagram, Kale and Chocolate. Um, and you just give great health inspiration. And maybe you're the right fit, too. I know lots of people are listening. So if you're in the Bethesda, D.C. area, um, Elise may be taking on some new clients so reach out because it's just so once you get that figured out your life is like there's so many things right look what you've gone on to I do know. amazing i know I, now i get to uh you know think about how crazy i can make this show instead of <laughs> what i'm eating so it's a lot better well thank you for having i'm honored to be here please and- we'll stick around you know what really quickly we do you can stick around for this because we want to okay. hear your life advice so we end monday show with pineapple mail which is mail that our listeners send oh, from okay. it can be a question it could be feedback, anything. It's Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at HeyFrage.com. So Jules writes, and she says, I have a Q&A for you. She says, I want to know what you think I should do. Um, I have a coworker of mine who constantly coughs at work. The office is pretty quiet, so the sound of her cough is enough to make me jump out of my seat. I can hear her cough through my blasting music, even through your inspiring podcasts. Shh. She says, I've asked my manager to help me address this situation. And she sent out a memo with the subject line, healthy office. This email was sent to everyone and asked people to please be considerate of each other, not spread germs, wash their hands and cover their mouths when they're coughing. I've also given her cough drops and she said she had some already. This has not stopped the coughing. What else can a girl do? It's driving me crazy. Hashtag help. (laughs) You have a recipe for a constant cough. Hmm. <laughs> well, what's wh- a smoothie we can send a to this smoothie? Woman? Okay, so um, it's you know I don't know if it's an allergy, but elderberry using elderberry. Um, oh my in, god, is really good for you know immunity. That would be a really great thing. But also, warm liquids help break up. You know, like yes. just constantly. So maybe she needs to be passing around some sort of. Tea, you know, anything hot, lemon water, just anything to get the plum going. But I mean, I would probably want to just have a conversation. Like, is this an allergy or is there like, you know. I'm concerned about your health. If it's been going on this long, like, is there something really wrong? Right. To ask in a compassionate way instead of an annoyed and irritated way. You know, like, how can I help you? You know, like, I'm worried about you. You cough a lot. Instead of you're absolutely gross and you scare the hell out of me every time you like let out this massive cough. Could you, what's going on? That's really good. All right, Jules, you know what? I know you're listening. So maybe we need to send this woman a care package of like ginger tea and like some elderberry. Yeah, definitely. And then we need to ask her seriously if if everything is okay. Mm -hmm. Because nothing is, I mean, the germs are really bad. It is really bad. I bet this woman has no idea 
it's even affecting everyone. Right. Clearly, that, she doesn't. The memo was said she didn't get the she didn't get it. Well, what, sometimes when you have a habit, and this could be for anything, not just coughing, and you do it all the time, you don't realize that you're doing it, right? Mm. Or how annoying it is to you or to anyone else because you don't know any different. Oh my God, it's so true. Okay, that elderberry is coming. Okay, Jules, definitely. We love you. Elise, it's kaleandchocolate.com. Thank you so much Thank for being you. here. You guys, we'll see you on Wednesday with our next show. Be sure to buy your tickets to our August 3rd live podcast show. All right, everybody, bye! Cast by.